Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of girlfriends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. Tonight, I'm going to bed with former Miss USA, founder of Reshape, actress, host, model, mom, my girl, Allie Landry, Hey, girl. Hi, baby. (laughs) And the other person I'm going to bed with is fitness guru, founder of Body by Brooke and host of Intimate Knowledge Podcast, the one and only gorgeous Brooke Burke. Hi, girl. Ladies, what is your drink of choice tonight? Allie, I'll start with you. So Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's brand, does a a super powder skin drink, right? A, a powder that you put in, you drink in the morning. And it has an orangey flavor that's really mild. So I mixed it with a little bit of mezcal, which makes it smoky. And then I added just a little touch of like mineral water, some lime. And here we go. I love you so much. A you do the most. cocktail. I've been plant-based, no alcohol and no carbs for five days. This is day five. Oh. So this is coconut milk and a um, collagen matcha. And some cinnamon. And it's actually pretty good. I am having Tito's on ice. Cheers. All right, lady. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's an election year. Oh, yeah. And this particular election has everybody stressed out, including me. What I want to know is, has this election affected your sex life? (laughs) Are you having more... Are you having less? Okay, I have to say this. My husband and I, we like, uh, we're on the same page, right? So we're pretty good. Like, so it's not like we're going to bed, like having a conversation about politics after watching the news and there's friction or whatever. But I do have to say, a mutual friend of ours, Garcelle, I was at their lake house not that long ago and her and her husband, they're polar opposites, right? So I got stuck in the middle of a conversation at probably 12, 1 o'clock in the morning that lasted an hour and a half of these two going at it as I then like ducked out and was like, okay, I'm going to bed now. And then I thought, whoa, they got to go to, they have to go to bed now together. Right. How crazy is that? You know, that's interesting. I have friends in a similar space as well. And, And my, you know, my boyfriend and I are trying to meet in the middle, but have some I wouldn't say extreme opposite views, but I don't know. Trump has a way of like really freaking making people fight and creating conflict and I don't know, in a sensationalized like election. But uh, I'm in a new relationship-ish, so we're having lots of sex and and I'm certainly not going to let any politicians stop me. (laughs) If you could replace sex with a workout, 
What position burns the most calories? I don't know if it's position or if it's orgasm and heart rate and like stamina. <laughs> I mean, just the whole process, you know I mean? So, I mean, it's not just intercourse. It's like the whole thing. And so I, mm-hmm. I think heart rate probably pays a big part in that. What gets your heart rate up? Position-wise? Anything wise. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> Have you not listened to my show? I know this girl. I know what she does. Okay. So Miss Garcelle is gonna ask us and then she's gonna duck out of the question oh, and move no, on I'll to the next one. Okay, no, no, all right. I'll tell, you. I'll tell you. I like it from the back. Okay, but, but, but how does that you raise your yeah, like are how, you how does that raise hard? my calories? Because if well, that's my favorite position, but I think if I'm like bent over a couch or something that, you know, that sort of gets me to work a little bit. My my calf muscles, my leg muscles, yeah. my arms to hold myself up. Okay, so since you put it that way, I would say um sumo squat feet down on top is an unbelievable booty and thigh burn. I'm for sure not oh. thinking about burning calories and working my legs and booty well. Right. And otherwise, then I'm no. But, but if I were, <laughs> yes, if I were going to use my it. man for many things, one of them being calorie burn and reshaping the thighs, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be feet flat straddle position. So, Allie? No, I was going to do a version of that, but the uh, old lady version. Uh, What's the where, old lady version? No, you're not. <laughs> okay, so she's saying he's laying down and her feet are flat and she's going sumo squat. Yeah. I'm saying like he's sitting on like a bench or a chair and you're like going like from behind, like bending down almost into a squat. Oh, yeah. So that's like oh, all that's front of the thighs. Yeah, yeah. That's so hard. that's like, that was going to be mine that I'm just like, oh, hey, like, <laughs> yeah. Like hurry my up. Le- <laughs> my legs are shaking. Have you ever gotten a gift that's turned you on or a gift that's turned you off? Turned on, yes. My girlfriend, Emily, gave me this beautiful gold chain with a very modular, very modern looking. It almost looks like a, um, mm-hmm. like a bullet, but it's very thin. So it looks like a, a very modern piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Totally inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a vibrator. Oh, and the thought of wearing it and having it against your chest and out at night or on your body in public, I think, is very erotic, and it actually works. It's delicate. Wow, yeah, super. That's sexy. fantastic. Nice. I'm trying to think if there if I ever gotten a gift that's turned me off, other than something oh. like so practical, like here's a vacuum. Like, yeah, nobody <laughs> wants that. A gift that's turned you on, Allie. You know, I did get a, a gift, and it was from a girlfriend, and it was one of the jade eggs. You know? Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, your pelvic floor, like, you know, as we get as we get older, it just naturally gets a little more lax, right? Yeah. So, I mean, when I got it, I was thinking, oh, fun. This is exciting. I'll tell Alejandro he's going to think it's like so cool. And then, you know, like the whole thing. So that's the part that turned, that's like the turn on part, mm-hmm. right? You know, just a new little thing to kind of talk about and makes things exciting. So I put it inside. And I had a really hard time keeping it in. And I was like, what's oh, going really? on? Really? So I went to I went to a doctor and I found out that I had stage two prolapse, oh, which I didn't that? know that basically my uterus could fall out <gasps> if I did like say like a super heavy squat or I knew I carried all my babies. And you weren't having any symptoms? I was, you know, like, like were you the having normal thing leakage that happens. Or- exactly. Like there was leakage LDL, for yeah. sure. But also those sort of things come at our age anyway. You know, whether you have children or not, you're having that leakage. So fun. So I did get the vaginal rejuvenation, (gasps) which tightened up 
that area. I have to go back for a second. And uh, now I can hold on to that jade egg. So there you go. <laughs> and also you can hold on to Alejandra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ladies, talking about gifts that will turn you on, I am sending you guys an awesome, innovative new gift. It's a sexy little gadget you keep by your bed called the Pulse Warmer. Yes, lube warmer. No more cold lube in a plastic bottle. This thing is chic and you will thank me later. (laughs) And listeners, you can get yours at 15% off when you use code GARCELLE in all caps. You guys are so fit and healthy. It's really amazing if you can do that lifestyle. I don't think everybody can do it. I can't. But I want to say, you guys, how important is it that your significant other is just as healthy and fit as you? First of all, I'm going to start by saying I do it more for my head and my mind and my stress and and whatever balance means, you know, than I do for my booty. You know, Scott (laughs) and I are on very different wavelengths when it comes to health and wellness. He loves baguettes. He likes to make homemade lasagna. He loves his red wine. I'd rather have less sugar. I'd rather do tequila. We've been drinking red wine all of quarantine. He's super mindful in that he'll run and mountain bike and do lots of things that we don't do together. And then I'm in my whole, you know, fitness world with my classes and the things that I do. So we're conscious of it, but it's very different. And it's hard to have the, all those temptations. Like you have to be so disciplined and so yeah. strong. Yeah. And even my kids are like, oh my God, Scott's coming over. Did he bring a baguette? They're like, thank God Scott's here. We get to have a baguette tonight. <laughs> we can eat. <laughs> like if we I can eat. my kids, which I don't. But um, I don't know. I kind of like my fitness time with my girlfriends and, and it's my escapism. So I, I don't know if I'd want to be working out with my man, but the, 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 the value of it, yeah. I really find that refreshing because I thought you were going to say, oh, absolutely, he's got to be on the same page with me physically, mentally. Okay, awesome. Miss Landry? I try to lead by example, right? More in the food space, I guess. It sometimes takes him a little bit to get it. And sometimes it takes his guy friend saying, Mm -hmm. hey, like, did you hear about this? And of course he then does it. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) And I'm like... I literally told you that like a year ago, but you didn't want to hear it. (laughs) Um, But we really balance each other out. We don't do the same sort of sports and and we don't exercise the same. He mountain bikes. He surfs, which is great. I love to see him out and about. He does get our whole family out on bikes. We have a great neighborhood where we can hike and do all that. And we do those things together. Yeah. But what I do really appreciate, he really has began like a a meditation practice Mm -hmm. that he does daily. And it's something that I will dip in and out of. But he, you know, every single day he's outside with his mat, with his headphones. The kids see it. I see it. And that's very, also like really inspiring to me. You know, so I feel like we lift each other in different ways. That's really great. I've learned at my age now that I don't need my man to be my best friend and do everything with me like me. So the freedom that I have, like, to have that aloneness, that togetherness with other people, be the male friends or, you know, my female tribe is really meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. And then encouraging and allowing him to like be his own man and go do his things. I like my me time. I like my time alone with my kids. I love my time with him. I like my time with my friends. So we're not like w- like one unit. 
Yeah. It sounds like it's a new thing for you. It's been an evolution for me as a woman. No, you're so right. When you say that, it sparks something in my mind. Like at the beginning of our relationship, I think, and when I was younger, I'll pass it off as that as well. I also wanted him to be all of that for me. You know, I wanted him to be the best friend. I wanted us to do all these things together. And then I learned like it puts way too much pressure on the relationship. Like you go do you, I do me. And then we also come together. And I think that coming together is also an important journey where you still need to be sort of on the same path and still experiencing some of those big life things together. So you're growing together. Right. That's super important. But I think so many times though, when we're younger and we we meet a guy, they become our everything. Oh gosh. And we do put a lot of pressure on them. But then we also feel like, oh, he does this. So I should do that. As opposed to like, honey, I'm thrilled you're doing that, but I'd rather do this. And then we can come back together and talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Totally. You know, I think the freedom of self is really important. Oh, I love the way you said that. Yeah, me too. Thank you. I want to ask you dating after divorce. We've all done it. Some better than others. Brooke. Not always, (laughs) but (laughs) not necessarily. I think what have you guys learned about, like, do you feel that once you you've left a marriage and going to date, do you try to like reevaluate and go, okay, I didn't like that. It's almost like making a sandwich. That's how I see it. Like Mm -hmm. if I had a sandwich, I didn't like it. The next time, maybe I'll take out the lettuce. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll take out the mustard. Do you feel like you kind of do that leaving a relationship and then going on to another, especially after divorce? I definitely had that happen. Um, and what I did was, um, I really went like internal and I did the work on myself. So when I moved and was very, very like crystal clear of what my vision of like what I thought would be the perfect man for me. And for Mm -hmm. me, it was like having a man hold my heart in his hands and like care for it with everything in his being, right? Mm. But being like crystal clear. So when those other things would come in, it was like, no, not that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not that. It was clear, right? Uh, so that for me made the biggest difference. Hmm. Clarity. Love that. And Love also that. the perspective of it's instead of like, oh, per me, I have to get back on the d- dating scene, even though that was also scary. Right. Just looking at it as, you know what? This is a new opportunity for me actually to get it right this time. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess this up. Like I am mm. gonna do my best. Blinders off. Like let's fi- let's do this. You know? I love it. And you found a great guy. Thank you. Yes. Yes, you did. Mm. Yeah. Um, wow. Really good question. And I'm so glad you set it up by saying that you did the work because I think the only way to really understand the language of our heart and soul, you know, that inner voice is, I think, to spend time alone, which is really hard. And we're so quick to fix things. Yes. Um, to be lonely, to need comfort, to look in all the wrong places for what we need. So to I agree distracted. with you. Yeah. I mean, it's just easier. Doing the work is hard, scary, so vulnerable. So much easier to do it the other way. Way yep. easy just to bury yourself. Because I have so many children and I'm such, so responsible in raising them and what I expose them to, and I'm raising three daughters... I was really committed to time alone with them, healing as a woman, as a mom, just as a role model for them in my process, honoring their father, even though we were separating, honoring them and also showing them how to honor myself as a woman. So I did the work and I spent that time and it was hard and it was lonely and, and different from what Ali said, where she was crystal clear and she wanted to get it right. I just wanted to go fly my free flag and have some fun. (laughs) 
So for me, I wasn't trying to like get married again or have another relation. I was trying to grow up, be alone, roll through the painful side, you know, the other mm-hmm. side of divorce, face it all, learn how to be alone, which was not mm-hmm. good. And I had an incredible group of friends where they were like, you're addicted to that. Like, you can't. I'm like, of course I can be alone. It's been two nights. Now can I go out? And they're like, no, girl, like you have a problem. And then decided that I wanted to start dating and could not get arrested. Like, what? I'm telling you, I don't know if it's our business. I don't know if it's because of who we are as women. And I'm not, mm. I'm not like, oh, poor me, cry me a river. I'm being really super honest. I wasn't on an app. I'm home a lot. I wasn't going out to bars wanting to hook up with someone because I was lonely. I'm very private with my intimate space. But I wanted to date. I wanted to find an intriguing man. I wanted to be asked out. I wanted to go to dinner. Nothing. Zero. So zip. wait a minute. How'd you find him? When I wasn't looking for a relationship, when it was like the summer of my life, I was entertaining a lot, spending great time with girlfriends, working, working on me. I was kind of finally sort of settling. I was open-hearted, but I was settling into my mature space as a woman. And I was at a restaurant with a girlfriend having a glass of wine, and he was really brave and super confident and loving, and his energy was beautiful. And it just... I mean, I was praying though, Allie. I was praying for loving kindness. I was praying Mm, for a hottie with loving (laughs) kindness. It's a great combo. Did you get it all? I did. Oh, that's great. That's so great. That's so great. How long has it been, Brooke? It's been over a year, a year and a few months. Yeah. Wow. And he's solid. He's good. He's kind. He's easy. He's loving. He's great dad. My kids love him. You know, we like our life the way it is. He has his kids and his schedule and his house. I have mine. We're not rushing. We're Great. just in it and enjoying each other respectfully. It's exciting. It's so good. That is perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. That's so good. So what about you, Garcelle? I, wa- I want to know your your take on that. Well, my take on that is I feel like for me, when I think about the people that I've dated in the past, like what I'm looking for now is I am looking for what you just said. And it's not about the age, but it's more about mm-hmm. the heart. Mm-hmm. And I want somebody who's going to cherish me, not because of who I am, nope. mm-hmm. not because of what I do. I just want someone to see me. See, I see you. That's what you right? want. Mm-hmm. I want someone to see me and mm-hmm. get me and just mm-hmm. want to go on this life journey with me, whatever that, that is. That's right, right, Mama. That's right. So I'm putting it out there. I'm feeling it. Um, you'll see. I, I want to tell you, um, just to add to that, intimacy is about being heard, being seen. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Like, how many times oh, in our truly. relationship, like, you're just, you just missed it. You just missed who I am completely. Right. Right? So right. I, I love that. Just somebody to see yeah. you, hear you. Yeah, that's I right. I think at I the too. end of the day, the intimacy and respect, I think, are two of the most important things. Yeah, agree. I mean, the I see you. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. The I see you. Allie Landry, Twitter wants you as a housewife on Beverly Hills. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of, give Allie a diamond. Well, that's your fault, my dear, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not upset about it. I want to hear it from you. Would you do it? Are you open? So in the past, because I do have friends that are on the show, I've been asked before and it's just never been like a really great time. I've always had like a lot of other things going on. I was able to enjoy the fun from afar, the parties mm-hmm. where you dance on a table or two, you have a 
cocktail too many. And then you go home, right? Right. Not with, no, with, the, cam- right. Not with the camera following you. Right, oh my exactly, God. exactly. I have never done reality television. That was also a real, you know, that's something you really have to, it looks all fun and great and dramatic, but you really have to think about what that would look like in your life, right? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're in a place... Alejandro and I are definitely on like a spiritual, emotional journey where we're just wanting quality over quantity. Uh-huh. We're kind of in the surrender phase mm-hmm. and just really being very, very specific with choices we make, with people, with situations that we kind of open up to. Yeah. So we we definitely had that conversation. So my my comment to you whenever you said you should talk to them was like, I don't I don't know. It's for me. And you're like, you do not turn down a meeting. A meeting. You take every and meeting. Like, and when Garcelle tells me every, that. You take every meeting. Every meeting. Everybody. You don't like that too? You yeah, take every so meeting because you will learn something in that Absolutely. meeting. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Every meeting. So she okay. took the meeting. So Mama Bear made me take the meeting. <laughs> so I took the meeting. I'm proud of you for taking the meeting. <laughs> me and too. And I just, Alejandro was like, listen, you don't have to decide. You just surrender to the experience. If it's for you, it's gonna. All the doors are gonna open, and it's gonna come to you. So you just be know. open. I had a great time doing it. Yeah. So so we'll see. Who knows? We'll, say good. well right? thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Always. All right, ladies, we're going to get into a little bit of a nightcap where I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you can answer as rapidly as possible. What was your first sex toy? Vibrator. The uh, the little bullet, I think. Pocket rocket, maybe. How how old is the pocket rocket? Oh, that's like new. Oh, <laughs> really? That was like their signature. No, it's been around forever. I don't like it oh, today, I didn't but I know liked that. it back then. Yeah, it's been well, like that's interesting. It's like their hero product. Yeah. Well, I've said this before, but I used a teddy bear as a as you know <gasps> to sort of like oh. grind on when I was little. <laughs> well, I think I will rewind that and say it would be like the first thing would be like the bathroom faucet. Please, I hope my daughter doesn't hear. <laughs> Not the bathroom, the tub. Yeah, the tub faucet. yeah, 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 yeah. Allie Landry. Okay. <sighs> Who was the first celebrity you ever dated? I went out with Johnny Depp before Johnny Depp became Johnny Depp. Really? Yes. I was in Miami uh-huh. and I was at a club with That's a friend. Hot, and there was a guy that stared at me all night long. And I'm like, and my girlfriend's like, do you see this guy checking you out the whole night? I'm like, yeah, but we just were having a good time. When we were about to leave, he came up to me and he said, hey, uh, I'm in a band and we're going to do a music <laughs> video. And I would love for you to, you know, <laughs> to be in the music video. Oh my God. That's hot. And I said, um... Okay, give me your number. We'll see. And then we talked a couple of times, and he was living with his sister and her two kids. Aww. And I remember I went to his house one time, and he kissed me, and that, you know, that was it. Oh, my God. Okay, that's, that's a good hot. one. Not a great kisser, though. Oh. No? 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 Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Go ahead. I think I dated, like, a professional football player, but I wouldn't say that's, like, entertainment famous, but, like, sports famous. And okay. then I dated Mario after that. Of course, Mario Lopez. Because I didn't move to L.A. until 96, 97. Oh, okay. Brooke? You know what's so funny? As I was sitting you, here racking my yeah. brain, I completely forgot about my husband. Oh! I completely disregarded <laughs> that David Sherbet was technically at the time. So I completely, like, isn't that funny, Allie? I didn't even come up in my celebrity bubble because I think when you're with someone who's been oh, in the right. business, you don't think of him that way. Right. 
Right. You shouldn't. I, I had another name. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that one. No, okay, dated, well, give us round. I dated give Derek the other and I thought, oh, yeah. oh, wow, really? And it was actually really sweet and legitimate. And had I been smarter and not so free thinking, I, I think we probably would have had a relationship. We, we dated and I, it was his rookie year, Yankees. And I, he was such a gentleman, such a great young man, family, like everything. We spent months on the phone. Like it was a sweet, wow. real relationship. And I really thought and said to him, like, go and play ball and be a superstar and enjoy your life. And I was afraid to become that baseball player's girl or wife. I want, I'm like, it's your, this is your time. This is your moment. So I, I, I didn't take it seriously. And we stayed in touch for a while. And I, I just think he's a solid citizen and great. He's just Aww, a great guy. That's so here. great. When having sex, do you have to finish all the time? Do you, all, do you have to come? No. 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 I, I don't think no. women do, right? Women have to. Um, what's the longest you've had sex? I don't know. I, I mean, I like foreplay. I consider sex to be a whole experience, not just intercourse hours. But it's not for me about a finish line or the orgasm or... I mean, I can feel complete and finished without achieving that. So yeah, me, me um, too. And I'm also happy, like with a quickie too. That sometimes is, you know, an act of submission. So I don't know, like. Yeah, I, don't I know. love the way you talk, Brooke. Uh, Allie, same, no, same. Like for the beginning of the relationship, absolutely ours, and definitely when we take these little mini vacations yes. and we kind of get away from the house, yeah, the responsibilities of life. I feel like we are different people. I. I can't even tell you what that does for our relationship. Quick little getaway. He and I, we are like little 90s. But at home, there's a lot of quickies. Like a lot. Really? Yes, I love that. A lot. Where are you doing it? (laughs) In the shower. (laughs) In the shower. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Listen, it's part, like we even have conversations like we can't do it in the shower again. Like let's like really move to the bed. Like, because it's also like, it can be quick. We can literally lock the door. No kids, right? Right. And it's clean. Here's a doozy for you guys. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh gosh. Is your current lover your best lover? Garcelle, you're going to cause like a situation. (laughs) That's mean. (laughs) Um, I have to plead the fifth. Okay. (laughs) Cheers to happy marriages everywhere in the world. Happy relationships. Our current partners are perfection. I'm going to go get the um, tequila right now. I'll be right back. (laughs) I think my bottle's actually close. (laughs) Pour one for me. Okay, so here we go. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? I'm going to say yes, but here's why. First of all, he's a great lover. Like, he's... It's because of how into him I am and what I'm bringing, I think, to the table that I never gave to another man, which is vulnerability. It's a soft um, Mm. femininity, which my ex-husband would have died if I would have just showed up in that space. Um, Mm. I wasn't, I couldn't give him that for a variety of reasons, trust, damage, just whatever it is. All of it, yeah. So I bring something that's, he responds to, and he's super masculine. I'm very feminine in this union. And it's beautiful and hot and fulfilling and something that I've never experienced before to have intimacy, love. And it's hot, but it's also who I'm bringing, who I'm showing up as, you know? Who you're showing up as, but also I think you found someone that you feel safe with because if you don't feel safe, you're not going to show up like that. Totally. Right? 100%. And, And safety 
if you can create that within yourself, it's a game changer for a woman. I agree. Where's your favorite place to have sex? Allie, now that I know it's the shower. Well, it's the, it's the, convenient, it's the most convenient place. Let's but say where's that. Your, where's your favorite. favorite place? Not far from the shower, the closet. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. If we're traveling, it would be like always in a place where there's a potential to get like Yes, caught. get caught. I love that. So outside probably. I love, I love that. that. Yeah, I like that too. Where's yours, Garcelle? Um, I would say it's a cross between outside Ooh. and, you know, the kitchen, the living room. It just depends. Wait, I'll yeah. never forget when we went into your new house <laughs> before the cabinets were in. The marble was definitely not on the island. And she laid herself down and stuck her high heel boots in the air and gave me a full on play by play of what was going to go on in that island. I love I it. Sure it did. Was- <laughs> I, I was like, whoa, we, before cooking, I love before it. anything right. else. Before anything else. That was feeding was the happening. children. Exactly. Yeah. No, we didn't exactly. care about the children. I got that, that point. No. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys, this is my favorite part of the podcast is where we get to choose who we want to go to bed with. That's who you want to highlight, who made you smile this week, who's inspired you. I'm choosing Natalie Wood. (gasps) And first of all, love her and admire her. I recently watched her documentary. And I what I love about her is that she unapologetically pursued a whole big life. Her dreams, Mm. she lived a guilt-free life as a mother. I loved listening to how her children held her in a high regard and thought she was a fabulous mother, where for any one of us, if we checked out for three months to go pursue our career and go do a film, we'd be ridden with guilt, we'd feel like shit, our kids would be crucifying us. Like, we go out one night after a long day of work, we're like the worst mommies on the planet. Like, we give our kids (laughs) Mm -hmm. so much. So much. We do. So unrealistic. So I love that she lived with reckless abandon. I love that she remarried her husband. I loved that... She loved completely, freely, and did whatever the hell she wanted to do. And I also think she's just beautiful and gorgeous, a style icon. And so I want to just lay in bed with her and pick her brain. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Allie? Well, Alejandro has been gone all week, so I wouldn't mind getting in bed with him and, like, catching up on what's been happening. But I have a girlfriend that's been staying with me all week from Louisiana who escaped the hurricane, right? She and her little boy came to stay with me. And it's those kind of things. Like, you know, we're so busy in our lives with work and with obligations. And and just to spend that time with Mm -hmm. your dearest girlfriend where there's no judgment, you're, like, no makeup, kids are screaming— and you're just like hanging out. Even like there's so many times we climbed into bed together. Like Aww. here are, right. you know, did our makeup together. She's cooking. One's doing the dishes. One's picking right. up. So just that quality time with her this week just brought me back to like when I was younger without all those responses. And just that, that time with your girlfriend to yeah. kind of download and pick each other's brains. And, and that's why I love like the connection with other women, especially women who lift each other up. Amen, right? sister. Yes. Amen. And we are all those women. Yes, we yes, are. We yes, are absolutely. We are. That's really good. Say her name. You want to go to bed with Meredith Emery. <laughs> nice. I want to go to bed with Lizzo, and the reason <gasps> oh, why I want to go to bed with Lizzo, Lizzo is because she is unapologetically who she is. Absolutely. You know, she loves her body. She's not going to let Owning anyone bully it. her. She doesn't need to be a size two to feel 
powerful in her sexuality. And I ran into her at the Billboard Music Awards. <gasps> and uh, she had a vote dress on and it was short and it was sassy. And I thought, way to go. Oh. And her speech was really empowering. So I want to go to bed with Lizzo. I love, I love that. that. Now, ladies, where can people find you and follow you? Allie? Well, I guess on Instagram, it's at Allie Landry and Reshape is at Reshape Live. And I'm at Brooke Burke and also at Brooke Burke Body. And I have a fitness app that's safe and there's a great community and it's super fun and I'm easy to find. <laughs> and the workouts are <laughs> super fun. Here. <laughs> the workouts look amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much. That was really I know we've good. been trying to do this. It was worth the wait. I appreciate you. You know, guys. it was good it was. foreplay. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. You're getting into it now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The After Party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle or on Twitter at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Radio Point, and Beauvais-Wilson Productions, distributed by Podcast Nation. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co-executive producers, Janae Copeland and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer, Lene Sanders. Music from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.